This episode, my friends, is brought to you by my guys at Underdog Fantasy. You want to get in on some of that daily fantasy, some over-unders, some best ball? Register at Underdog Fantasy. Make your first deposit, and they'll match up to $100 in your account. Just use the promo code JEFFC, J-E-F-F-C. They will match up to $100 on your first deposit. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Studio de Jefre, where we preview Cowboys versus Kansas City Chiefs in my version of Tale of the Tape. What we will do is we will look at every position group on the field, and we will decide who is better at that position group, the Dallas Cowboys or the Kansas City Chiefs. And at the end, all we have to do is simple math, and that'll tell us who's going to win the football game, right? So I'm going to save quarterback for last. Let's start with the defense. At linebacker, the Kansas City Chiefs are rocking Nick Bolton, rookie out of Missouri, Willie Gay Jr., and Anthony Hitchens, whomst you might remember. Whereas the Cowboys are rocking Micah Parsons, Leighton Van Der Esch, and Keanu Neal. The advantage at linebacker goes to the Cowboys, and the reason for that is because Micah Parsons exists. If Micah Parsons didn't exist, we could maybe debate this one a little bit. How good has Van Der Esch been? How good has Neal been? But Micah Parsons does exist. So the Cowboys win this one. It's advantage Cowboys at linebacker. It's safety. Kansas City has done a wise thing. They were playing at one of their safety spots, a guy named Daniel Sorensen, who couldn't cover me. And they don't anymore. Juan Thornhill has taken his spot. They've benched Sorensen, and they have Honey Badger. The Cowboys have had, this is their surprise group of the year, according to me. DeMonte Casey, Malik Hooker, uh, J. Ron Curse, Donovan Wilson. They don't do the safety job with two guys. They do it with three, four, five different guys. And I am actually going to say it's safety. And you can call me a coward for this if you like. I'm going push. Curse has played great for the Cowboys. I think both Kazee and Hooker have um, had their moments and been decent for this team. Wilson has been decent for this team. And Kansas City's had a little turmoil back there, having to bench dudes and try to figure out who their best two are to play safety. You could go Kansas City. You could. But I will not discredit what the Cowboys group of safeties have done this year. So I'm going to say that's a push. A corner. Kansas City Chiefs have Rashad Fenton, who, by the way, is Pro Football Focus's number two rated cornerback this year in the entire NFL. Legereus Sneed will be the guy in the slot, and Charvarius Ward, who you might remember, former Cowboy. The Cowboys, Diggs, Brown, Lewis. I'm going to, you know what? Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to safety, and don't kill me for this. I'm going to go advantage Kansas City, because at corner, I like the way the Cowboys corners have played. Uh, Pro football focus can say Diggs is the worst cornerback in the league, but when you've generated eight turnovers for your defense, that's BS. So I'm going to go advantage Dallas at corner, and although I think that's fairly close, because of that I'll go back to safety and give that to Kansas City because even though I think it's close, I'm going to lean Kansas City. Just little leans, okay? A defensive tackle. Kansas City has Derek Noddy of Florida State. He's a run plugger, big boy. Chris Jones, of course, and uh, Jaron Reed. And the Cowboys have Oso Digizua, Carlos Watkins, Tristan Hill, 
Advantage Chiefs, they have actual football players there, and Chris Jones is an absolute baller, whereas the Cowboys are just trying to get the job done until they could get Neville Gallimore back and hopefully continue to figure out how to get better at defensive tackle. Uh, So Advantage Chiefs on that one. On the edge, this would be different if the Cowboys were healthy. If the Cowboys were healthy and the names I was going to list were Tank Lawrence and Randy Gregory, this would be advantage Cowboys. But because this is Dorrance Armstrong, Terrell Basham, I, I'll take Frank Clark and Melvin Ingram by a little bit. So it's advantage Chiefs, which is really strange because I think I just went one, two, three for the Chiefs out of five groups on defense, and the Chiefs' defense is bad, and the Cowboys' defense has been good. Huh. Well, can't worry about that. Kansas City's wide receivers. McCole Hardman has been demoted. McCole Hardman as a number two wide receiver was a experiment Kansas City was trying out. It didn't work out for him. He's not going to be doing that anymore. So now it's Tyreek Hill, Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, Josh Gordon's over there somewhere. Uh, the Cowboys roll out CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, and this one is Advantage Cowboys, and it's Advantage Cowboys, and it's Advantage Cowboys, and it ain't close. A tight end. It's Travis Kelsey against Dalton Schultz, and this one's Advantage Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas City, and it ain't close. Offensive tackle. Kansas City's left tackle is Orlando Brown, formerly of the Ravens. Their right tackle this week is Andrew Wiley because they have multiple injuries along the offensive line. Andrew Wiley, if his family and friends are listening, I apologize, is not good. Cowboys will be rocking, I believe, Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins. Advantage Cowboys big. Kansas City at offensive guard is Joe Tooney and Trey Smith. Both of them, spoiler alert, pretty good. Cowboys will be rocking... Probably Connor Williams. Is that up for debate? And Zach Martin. By virtue of Zach Martin, you could say advantage Cowboys. I'm thinking about going push. I'll go Cowboys. Zach Martin's better than either of these dudes. And Connor Williams is in the ballpark of those dudes. So it's advantage Cowboys. Kansas City center Creed Humphrey has been really, really good. Uh, so center is advantage Kansas City. Although it is worth mentioning that Tyler Biotish for the Cowboys has been pretty good lately at running back the Chiefs have Daryl Williams and Jarek McKinnon the Cowboys have uh, Zeke and Pollard advantage Cowboys the end so now we come down to doing math to decide who's going to win the football game I had what two pushes did I go two pushes or did I change my pushes oh 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 I'm sorry yeah there's still one position I got to do hold on I'm about to redo my math too because I've changed some of my scoring along the way quarterback the Kansas City Chiefs have Pat Mahomes and the Cowboys have Dak Prescott leave in the comments who you would say has the advantage this weekend in the football game because here is the honest truth that the world is not ready for the world is not ready for this in the year of our Lord 2021 Dak Prescott's been a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes. If you polled NFL coaches and GMs, probably 25 to 30 teams would take Mahomes over Dak. So what are we going with here? What are we doing? What are we saying? Who do we perceive to be the better player and think will be the better player and be the Hall of Famer that might be future GOAT? 
Or are we saying who has been the better quarterback through half of the 2021 NFL season? Because Dak has been better than Patty. But most people will tell you that Patty is better than Dak. So what did I do with that? Push. I gave it a push. Which means Cowboys at linebacker, Cowboys at corner, that's two. Cowboys at receiver is three. Cowboys at tackle is four. Guard is five. Running back is six. So six for the Cowboys. Chiefs, I gave safety. D tackle, edge, that's three. Tight end is four. Center is five. And that is it. And then we pushed at quarterback. Six to five to one. Cowboys win. That was easy, right? As my buddy Patrick Walker with no C would say, that's science. Actually, that's math. Hashtag math. All right, let's get to your mailbag questions. Tanner says, um, you can hit me up at JC1053, by the way. And, of course, in the comments at YouTube.com slash Jeff Kavanaugh, you can leave. Where did I screw up the tail of the tape? Which position group did I get wrong? Should I have picked Dak or Mahomes? What is the criteria? How is this supposed to work? I don't know. I just do whatever I want. I'm winging it, okay? Um... Give me your own tail of the tape in the comments. D-Law or Gregory for the future from Tanner? I would say Gregory because Gregory was the games he has missed is because the NFL is dumb. And I don't believe that the NFL will continue to be archaic in the way they deal with mental health. So I don't think Randy Gregory will be suspended for um, medicine for mental health. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also I believe that he stopped all that to have other addictions that the NFL is okay with, which is wild. Like, don't you dare have marijuana, but Randy's now like chain smoking and smashing Copenhagen, uh, which I'm two months free of. Thank you. I would say Gregory, less wear and tear on the body, um, better pass rusher. D law's been hurt so much. It's going to be great to have them both at the end of the year though. And somebody else asked me about D law. Like, when is he going to play? Here's my information slash guess on when Tank Lawrence will be back. I believe Tank Lawrence is going to miss three more games, Kansas City and two more. Best case scenario, I believe he misses Kansas City and one more, but I would bank on Kansas City plus two, and then Tank Lawrence returns. Do the Cowboys play more zone against the Chiefs to help with the, help with the speed discrepancy from at D2EJB? I would think so. Question is, because I believe Dan Quinn is a really good defensive coordinator. I think he's a smart football guy, right? We all think that, right? Sure we do. The quote blueprint, we talked about the Cowboys blueprint, right? Yeah, man coverage and stack the box. That doesn't work. Chiefs, the blueprint that appears to be most effective is two deep safeties, don't blitz, rush four, cover with seven, two deep safeties. It's not really what the Cowboys do. It's not really what Dan Quinn has been doing. It's not really what their personnel does, unless you put Kazee and Hooker on the field together. So Dan Quinn is going to have to figure out what is my plan to stop Kansas City. In a copycat league, am I going to ask J. Ron Curse or Donovan Wilson to cover a deep half as opposed to playing down a lot in this game? Am I willing to play KZ and Hooker together to each have a deep half? Because the blueprint is not a lie. The prop here's the problem. As an analyst, 
just as a human, I want the Cowboys to win. As an analyst, it's kind of a tough matchup because you're going to be asking your team to pressure with four without your two best pressure players in the lineup and cover with seven with two deep safeties with a team that doesn't usually play two deep safeties. So if you're a uh, styles make fights kind of guy, the style, the matchup, what stops one team and what another team wants to do, I think it's kind of a Chiefs-friendly matchup. You just have to have faith in the fact that your coaches are smart and you believe the Cowboys are the better team. From Bry High, what is Jones slash McCarthy's opinion on what is more important, locking up home field advantage or resting players to be healthy during the playoffs? I would imagine because Mike McCarthy knows numbers. Every, so every time I hear him talk, I realize that he knows a lot about the numbers and what numbers are important and what they mean and all that. The buy, like, technically player health is more important because if you tell me you don't have Dak, then I tell you that your season's over, right? But you have to be willing to risk things a little bit because of how important a buy is because here's how important a buy is. If you're the number one seed, you have a 0% chance of losing a game in the first round. If you're the two seed, what do you think the chances are the two seed loses to the seven seed when they're at home? Uh, let's say it's a 70-30 game. So you got a 30% chance of losing. Then, let's say you win that game if you're the two seed, you go on to play the one seed. Well, you're going to play the one seed in their house, and so we'll say you have a, what, 40 to 50% chance of winning that game as opposed to a 50 to 60% chance of winning that game and a 0% chance of losing the previous round. The bye is super important. Play for the bye. It is super important. It changes who's favored in your second round game, and it gives you a 100% chance of winning your first round game. Go get it. Oh, here's a Cowboy question from Matt Wallace's owner. Do the Cowboys living on the Yellowstone Ranch with the Duttons ever sleep? Seems like they're either working or drinking slash playing cards. I believe the Duttons sleep when Casey's out shooting at people or when Beth is out drinking uh, and during commercial breaks. Spurs and Salsa, do you think they're grooming Steele so they can let go of Collins or Smith in the offseason? No, not so that they can. I think they're grateful that Terrence Steele has been a really good option as a backup because if you wanted to, it gives you options. Like Right now, the Cowboys are going to have options at wide receiver in the offseason because Amari Cooper's guaranteed money is up, Michael Gallup's contract is up, so they have decisions, right? Do we want to bring back Cedric Wilson for less than Michael Gallup? Do we want to bring back Michael Gallup and maybe trade Amari Cooper for extra value there to invest in the defense or somewhere else or to pay Randy Gregory, blah, 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 blah. They have options because they have good wide receivers in different contract situations. They'll have the same thing at offensive tackle. Uh, I don't want to move on from Tyron Smith because he's awesome. You just have to make sure you have a good backup offensive tackle because he is going to miss games. And uh, Lyle Collins, I don't want to move on from him either. Now, what might happen is this is the last year of Connor Williams' contract, which means that your left guard will not be here next year unless you re-sign him, but you don't re-sign everybody. And I think Connor Williams is the sort of player that you let somebody else sign for a decent amount. You're going to get a draft pick for him a year later, comp pick, and it's going to be great. Maybe if you love Terrence Steele, you pop him in at right tackle, and you play Lyle Collins at left guard where Connor Williams is left. Or maybe 
that's Connor McGovern's job and you have a good swing tackle in Terrence Steele and you keep Lyle Collins, or maybe you do trade uh, either Lyle or Terrence Steele. You got options. That's the good thing. At KW0123456, blindly guess who the Cowboys draft round one next year in the draft. If I could pick anybody I want, I want Kayvon Thibodeau, Oregon defensive end. But since the Cowboys will be picking in the 20s or 30s, I'll go to my buddy Dane Brugler's top 50 and just get into that range and pick positions that I think the Cowboys might like. How about Drake Jackson, edge, USC. He's a defensive end at USC. Or Daxton Hill, safety, Michigan. Those guys are number 28 and number 30 in Dane's rankings. All right, leave in the comments what you want to hear about tomorrow. Let's get ready for the Cowboys to put it on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, What else is there? What else is there? Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. We'll be in Fort Worth today. If you're a Tarrant County resident from 2 to 7, we'll be at Backyard in Fort Worth, the G-Bag Nation. Home of the Cowboys. We'll be out there. Myself, Brian Broaddus, Gavin Dawson. Let's get it. Love you. Bye.